0: A year ago, and I mean a year ago at this point in the NFL schedule, what Pittsburghers were talking about was whether or not they'd have a crack at the number one overall draft pick. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dayan Kovachowicz of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates, the same place that you found this. And I do hope you'll check those out. As well. It'll be Steelers versus Packers this coming Sunday. That's a 102 PM kickoff at AccraShare Stadium. And it will represent the beginning of the same stage of the season as a year ago, except that a year ago, the Steelers were two and six. And this year's team is five and three and way more people are way more down, I think, about this team than that team. But what matters most in this scenario, I think, is that this is when that team took off and ended up seven and two in the final nine games. And this one? No one believes that. Now, there's. I couldn't find 10 people in the city of Pittsburgh, Allegheny County, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, United States of America, United Earth Planets, or whatever they called that system in Star Trek. I can't find 10 people who think that there's any possibility that this team could do what that team did. Even though... Even though what that team did was really pretty basic stuff, meaning to go seven and two down the stretch. I'm going to break it to you in three different steps. Number one, have an easier schedule. People hear that and they want to bite my head off. You can't say that. They aren't in any position to take it. I'm not saying you take them easier. I'm saying that. The caliber of the opponents that the Steelers are facing the next few weeks is lesser than the caliber of the opponents they've already faced. That's not me talking. That's math. That's data. That's available to everyone. Strength of schedule. Now, whether or not they make the most of it is a separate subject, and I'm not suggesting that they're in any position to look down their noses at anybody, but the schedule is easier, and that also was part of last year's framework. Number two, run the ball. What do you know? Somehow, last Thursday in beating the Titans, all of the focus, or really, really close to all of the focus regarding the offense went to either Kenny Pickett's inaccuracy, imagine that he'd have a hard time throwing the ball where he wants to with a busted rib, but Kenny's inaccuracy. And then the George Pickens nonsense, meaning first off that he blew what should have been an easy touchdown and then from there, decided to go on to Instagram and wipe out his photos and do all kinds of other stuff that I knew was going to be the only thing anybody was talking about, even though the Steelers won the game and improved to five and three. That's the kind of stuff that we as a sporting society latch onto. What happened to George? I heard he wiped out all of his Instagram pictures. Oh, no. <laughs> Where do you think he's going to go? You think he's just going to walk out on the team, forfeit his paychecks? What actually did matter for the offense from that game was that they ran the ball for 166 yards. 166 yards with an average carry of 5.5. Jalen Warren led the way with 11 carries for 88 yards. He averaged 8.0 per touch. Even Najee was better than his usual self. It took him a lot more carries. 16 carries for 69 yards. That was roughly half of Warren's average at 4.3. But he got yards, and he also got a 10-yard touchdown. The Steelers had 166 yards rushing on the ground. When they were 7-2 and two last year, the single most standout statistic from the entire nine-game stretch there was that they averaged 146 yards per game, which is 22 less than this. But they took care of business on the ground. Not just their running backs, not just the play calling, the offensive line, the wide receivers, and of course, getting the passing game to be at least efficient enough so that you can keep opponents honest and get them backing off the line of scrimmage. A lot of that happened against Tennessee. That mattered a lot more than Kenny throwing through a busted rib or George having another tantrum. Number three, and don't overthink this one either. Got to stop the run. The one thing the Steelers defense has yet to do on any sort of uh, consistent, much less impactful basis is stop the run. Why? Well, obviously, Cam Hayward's been missing for most of the season. Cam is back. Cam had six tackles in the game against the Titans. His presence wasn't felt the way you would expect uh, from a player of that magnitude, but he was just coming back after several weeks out. Uh, he probably came back early, though he doesn't want to admit that. Well, now he's got 10 days. He's got a 10-day break between the Tennessee game and the Green Bay game. Get Cam back to being his usual self. Get Larry Ogunjobi uh, operating with a little bit of additional rest for that nagging foot. Get Keanu Benton out there more often, even more often. Then he's been, stop the run, stop the run. Cole Holcomb's lost for the season, unfortunately, but Elandon Roberts is still your top run stopper as an inside linebacker. That's got to continue to be the case. The focus of all three, and yes, I'm using the number three, inside linebackers, meaning Roberts, Quan Alexander, and you'd better believe Mark Robinson's going to get back in the mix now has to be on stopping the run you know what robinson's strength is stopping the run so stop the run you know tj watt's gonna do his part on one side you know alex highsmith's gonna do his on the other in terms of sealing the edge stop the run if all three of those things play out what's what's so unreasonable here when we come back j1q who says, DK, if the lack of an offensive identity is due to schematics, should we be hoping that Pat Meyer goes along with Matt Canada? Mark, I've got a million different ways I can put together an answer for you, including taking the question apart and looking just at uh, Meyer's results with his offensive line and the impact, let's just say, of Canada on opening series, which have been disastrous up until the Tennessee game. And and I'm not going to do that. Instead, I'm going to point out that any team in any sport develops its identity based on results, based on outcome, not on what they want to be, not on what they hope to be, not on what they build their roster toward being but on what they actually achieve on the football field you hear me say all the time about people in charge don't listen to what they say watch what they do well that applies here too because the Steelers can tell you, oh, we want to be a diverse offense. We want to utilize such and such weapon. We want to work the middle of the field. We want to get Calvin Austin involved. We want to throw deep to George Pickens. Uh, when Pat Fryer moves healthy, we want to make sure that we're. It, it, it's not what they do. It it can be occasionally, but it's so clear to me, after you know two and a half seasons now of the Canada offense, that all they actually want to do, everything boomerangs back to the same default mode of running the football. If they had their way, the ball would never see the air. They would just run the football. So that is the identity, but it's the identity right now Because they just ran for 166 yards, and you better believe they're going to line up to try to do the exact same thing against the Green and Gold this weekend. They're not going to think, wow, how can we trick them? So if that happens, and within that, if the offensive line blocks the way it did against the Titans, and believe you me, they were happy with their performance for the first time maybe all season... With Isaac Salomalo saying afterward, that was it. That, that was finally it. And he was right. He was right. They went against a, not a great, but a pretty good defensive team, certainly up front. And they made things happen. And they made it happen with the running game. If that plays out... You don't have to worry about who you want to have fired. Just, you know, enjoy cheering for the team. You know, that's all right, too. That's acceptable. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. You guys are nuts. You guys are nuts. You can't, you're going into the game wondering who it is that you should boo or want to get fired. Watch the games, enjoy the games. We'll have another one of these tomorrow.